Ready? That's the theme song. Hello and welcome to Rhythm and Pixels, episode 4-7. This is a video game music podcast. And I'm your host, Rob Nichols. But there's, uh, an, there's another host over there. Where? Where? Where is he? Oh, wait. It's you! Oh, oh yeah. In that case, it is I. It's you. Pernell. I am the other host. <laughs> So what we do is every uh, every week we um, listen to vid- great video game music, right? Jam tunes, awesome tunes. Um, what's our topic this week? Funny enough, we went with uh, just like we were kind of like I almost want to call it like a jam session where we just kind of throwing together some ideas and you know, see what's stuck. And this one ends up becoming mechanical or mechanical. Let's live with that. So the idea is a. Uh, Levels and games or scenarios and games that involve robotics, mechanical concepts, um, machinery, just anything that comes to mind when you think mechanical. So kind of free flow episode. Those are my favorite kind of things. Yeah, I was thinking like um, you think like the clockwork stage in Castlevania, right? That would be mechanical because you could describe it as there's a lot of gears in motion. Right, right. A lot of like Nintendo, like old school Nintendo games, like the the tiled backgrounds would have like fakey circuitry and stuff like that. And it's mechanical. Yeah, and and as we know, typically when games, not every game, mind you, but most games when they have a level of this style, the type of music that plays to it follows a certain styling as well, a certain sound, if you will, yeah. that conveys, oh man, everything's getting robotic now. <laughs> Here come the clones. Yeah, um, I hope uh, I hope the, the our picks this week kind of, um, uh, I hope the picks that we have this week have those qualities and you can hear them. We'll have to try to pick those out. But hey, if they don't and you think you got better, hey, we're all ears. Bring it down. Oh, really? Because I want to say, if you think you got better... You, you can, got the tunes. You can forget it. Oh, no, no, no. I don't want them to forget it. I want to hear it. We got to no, hear it. Absolutely. I was just kidding. I, was I know. Joking you. around. He wasn't kidding. So I feel like it's been <laughs> a long time. It's been a few weeks, actually. Yeah. We, we pre recorded our previous episodes in anticipation of some adventures, yeah. so to speak. I had to go to Houston for a week, and man. Man, it's hot down there. <laughs> but you got hot. You, you melted, and then you then someone poured you into a mold and refroze you back to your current state, and yeah. you're back. Yeah, I came back. Anyway, but I'm back now. I'm back, and I'm here. And I entered an intergalactic cooking competition, which like was that. surprisingly, surprisingly lame. How'd you make out? Oh, I came in second. I lost to some kind of like intergalactic goulash. It was like uh, they used some Saturn dust. And a, and a oh, touch of roux. Um, and for some reason, they put chicken in it. <laughs> Nothing made sense about this dish, but I guess that's what made it so, you know, I don't know so spacey. <laughs> Maybe. And it won. I mean, I tried curry chicken, almond pern. Yeah, yeah, second, go. pern. Yeah, second place isn't that bad. I don't know. It's, it's, the, it's the number one loser. <laughs> well, You're um, the first loser. Go for it, man. No, I kid. I never I kid. like. I was happy to get second place. It was a nice medal. They okay. had a little ceremony for me, and we got blitched. 
it was that's fun. good so it was good yeah so we you, played a lot of football you had a lot of cooking wine and then you had a lot of wine with cooking yes that's good um I say uh, on the Instagram page, I've been posting some pictures of the of uh, the studio office here, um, and I've rearranged it again because that's what I do. Um, and um, I'm, Rob's second job, interior decorator. Yeah, that's all I do. Just rewiring everything. Um, but yeah, I'm going to decorate the the studio here with like classic game consoles. So I know I've got my Dreamcast and my Sega Genesis, my original first generation Sega Genesis. Is somewhere in my mom's house. I gotta find that thing because <laughs> that would be great to put on display. But I want to find a um, a classic Nintendo somewhere. So I gotta I gotta start looking for that stuff. I don't know how easy is that to find. I used to be able to go to like a flea market and just like find that stuff. I think they're still out there now. You just gotta. It's just a matter of whether you're getting a Model One or a Model Two. That's all. But they're still the out top there. loader. I heard is like really hard to find, right? Yeah, that's the Model Two. Right, but so Model I- One should be everywhere. Yeah, I would love to find a Model 1, so I just got to start looking. Oh, and I forgot to mention, um, I during the course of this period, I started playing a fan-suggested mm. game called, um, Fan Cameron suggested a game called Brain Lord to me and to you, but you're more about the jam on it, and you were out of town. <laughs> yeah. And even though outside of the competition, there wasn't a whole lot to do in space, so I booted up Brain Lord. That's good. Um, it's... I've heard Brain Lord's pretty good, right? It is. It, it invokes. It definitely was an Enos game and invoked feelings of Seventh Saga, which I played many years ago. Um, it is uh, apparently a short game. I've talked to some friends who've played it as well, but I put maybe four hours into it so far. Um, action RPG, um, very. Uh, I want to say by the books in the sense of mm-hmm. that. Uh, the typical is hack and slash, but you get like bow and arrows. Um, you find little fairies that you can kind of equip and level up with you. They're like side attackers or healers or what have you. And it's I've been enjoying it. Like I booted it up with the intent of just see what it looked like, and I played for four hours. So <laughs> that sounds really really cool, actually. Yeah, it was, and the music in it is, as Cameron put it, it is very good. Yeah. I've been enjoying the music in it. Well, um, what system was it on again? I think you, I forgot to mention it. Super Nintendo. Oh. So it's easy. It definitely makes it easy to access and try if you'd like to give it a go. Well, I'm going to give the soundtrack a go. That's for sure. Oh yeah, the, the game is short too. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. you play through Hyper Light Drift, you can handle this one. I don't. I don't know what it is. I I, I have to fall into the game. But I feel you know, a Hyper Light Drifter. I was like going to do it anyway. Uh-huh. Uh maybe that's something. I, I don't know. Um, do I have anything else to mention? <laughs> I can't remember. That's fine. We'll think of it during the show. Yes, because I think people want to hear us jam out or listen to some tunage. So, um, this is 4-7. It means you start. Oh, crap. Off. Oh, crap. Hold on. Make my Google Doc open. I mean... I wasn't ready. I mean, um, we know. Oh, who am I kidding? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I shoot from the hip, dang it. Um, let's go with a, a, a rarely used system in the show for my first pick. I went with Kirby 64 nice. from the N64. That's right. We don't play a lot of Nintendo 64 tracks. No, nah, because I can't think of too many tracks from that game system that were spectacular, but now I'm just pretty much going to be a challenge to myself now after I said that, made that comment. <laughs> but um, the track in question is called, what is it called now? Factory Investigation, which is the running track title for the series with this particular tune. Anyway, Factory Investigation. Uh, <laughs> It's a factory, factory ins- investigation. I have factory inspection. 
But you know, I probably just wrote factory inspection because that sounds right. <laughs> it's okay. All right, how about this? We just listen to the tune because it's Kirby music, so it's going to kick ass, right? Oh, well, wait, will. All right, let's listen to the tune. I'll eat my hat if it doesn't. <laughs> okay. Welcome back. You are listening to the track Factory Investigation from the game Kirby 64, The Crystal Shards. And this track has, I think it has a multiple composer later, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I've got, I've got uh, three composers here. Oh my god, the laptop's so far away. <laughs> my, <laughs> my eyes. Uh, Masayoshi Tanimira, Hiroki uh, Suga, and <laughs> Kenji Miki. I love the fact that the track sounds like there was an employee at Howl Laboratories who was just having car troubles. <laughs> and, he just, and he was like, yo, no, 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 don't fix it yet. We need this. Leave it in the garage until we get some samples. And they just went over like, Rich, come That's on, hilarious. start. I was thinking the same thing. Like, it's just, I love that sound. Like, the car just can't start. And it's like panning left and right. It's crazy. It's so good. Like, this. Now, for those who aren't 100% familiar with the Kirby games, I can't imagine too many people out there aren't familiar with Kirby games at this point, but they have a penchant for remixing tracks multiple times throughout the series' life. So this, you've probably heard this track as recently as you know Kirby Six. Oh, was it Kirby Planet Robobot, which came out I guess a couple months ago? Robobot, Robobot, Robobot. and then there was uh, the original version that I recall the most was from Kirby Canvas Curse from the Mad Mechanism stage. but to me, this was probably my favorite one of the iterations of games I've played, so I went with this. Um, I like it. It's def- okay. It definitely has the mechanical feel, obviously. Oh yeah. But the um, even the the sound. The da, 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 da. Yeah, that's oh, that. then, oh, then the orchestra hits right here. Oh da, yeah. 
Ta-da. Ta-da. It's like it has the Kirby feel to it, but it also has that little bit of extra spice that Kirby 64 brought to the table for most of the tracks in the game. Hmm. Uh, honestly, a very solid product. And for the record, for anyone who's never played Kirby 64, it is probably one of my favorite Kirby games because... Oh. This is the only one that they did in the series history where he could make mixture powers, where he would take series staple powers like spark and fire and ice, and he could combine two of them to get a superpower. This is the only one he could do that? Yep. Oh, I didn't know So, that. like, if you got, uh, I think it was spark plus ice, you'd become a refrigerator that shot food at everybody. And then you could <laughs> turn back into Kirby and eat the food you shot out. To get health back, it's kind of gross, but it's cool too. It's very cool, actually. I like that. So there's like there's like all kinds of weird powers like that. Like the game was very unique in that form. Mm. So and a lot oh. of the puzzles involved mixture, having the right mixture power and stuff. I love that breakdown. It says, it's just yeah, the car is not starting. Car. So is, are there are there cars cars on the stage? No cars, <laughs> no cars. It's just seriously a guy who just I don't know what direction they took to take this to make this track, mm. but. Yeah, there's That's no great. cars. Yeah, the, the beginning section, you can hear maybe where the original Kirby music would be, where it'd be like kind of faster. And then the car doesn't start. But, but it's like kind of like a slow, like it feels like a shuffly, half-timey, like dubstep song, actually. Mm-hmm. I could I could really hear like some like really heavy, like kick and snare. Boom. 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 <laughs> it's, um, it's pretty good, right? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm all <laughs> over this game. Like, I'm just, I kind of want to play it when I get home now. Cause I haven't played Kirby 64 in a very long time, actually. This is good. Ooh, and this part right here, it's got like a, like a Final Fantasy feel to it to me. Okay, I can kind of see that. It's like, um, you know, the car's not starting, but we're still on an adventure. The car's not quite started, but who cares? We got a chocobo. Yeah. This is like the Chocobo isn't starting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think he just needs a little bit more Gisho Greens, and he'll be back up to Uh, snuff before you know it. And then, boom, right on the breakdown here. Wait. Mm. And then he just works all over the place. (laughs) 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 And there's the car get started again. Bip, 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 bip. I love that. I love that they, they, they spent, not spent, but yeah, they spent like the uh, um, the disc space to put in those, those awesome sound effects just for just for the song. Well, I'm, I'm loving this. I feel like a lot of times, especially like in older Super Nintendo games, like they'll have um, sound effects used in the game, like voices and things, like especially like on beat-em-ups. Oh, and, yeah! Yeah, but they'll use them like in the music too. Mm-hmm. I've but, heard that before. I feel like I've heard games that did like I think Streets of Rage did that a couple times. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, definitely. Because I love those. Yeah, like, give it, give it, give it. That's not a word. (laughs) But someone thought it was. Someone probably was on it. (laughs) All right, let's uh, let's keep going. So I'm going to go from, like, newest to oldest to newest, sort of. I'm going to start with the classic Nintendo. Um, The first game that came to my mind when we talk about mechanical-type stages, and that is Metal Storm. For the NES, Ooh. I had a lot of memories playing this as a kid and just being super frustrated. But man, I played it again recently, and it looks amazing. This is some of the coolest graphics. For the like NES. it held up? Oh yeah, it looks like the the robots and everything. I'll talk about more about it when the, when, when the when the track plays. But the track is super cool. I really like it. This is level one from the game Metal Storm for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Now you're listening with power. <laughs> Mm. 
One Start time. the car. One more time. One more time. Uh-huh. <laughs> come on. Yeah. Come on. Start come starting on. the music. I start the music. <laughs> come on, Betsy. <laughs> there it goes. And jamming. This is stage one from the game Metal Storm for the Nintendo Entertainment System by Toru Watanabe. And I love this opening. I like how it just kind of ramped up. Yeah, here we go. Take off. And I can see this being like how a Nintendo game would be to how a lot of games like like they like they had the, it's hard to describe, but the character has that with like a fast slidey animation when he walks. I've mm. never played Metal Storm. Mind you. This is one. Of, this is an example of a game where Nintendo Power would portray it, and I couldn't <laughs> afford it, but I would read the issue over and over again, oh. thinking one day I will get it, and I also, never did. One of the rare issues that I played a game that you haven't. This is very rare. <laughs> it's amazing. Very rare. It's um. It's it's it looks really really great. I'm really um the explosion animation is really fascinating. The um the game looks like anime style mecha robots. Now if I remember correctly, it has a gravity inversion mechanic, right? Right. So you jump and hit jump again, you flip the gravity, and so a lot of the game is kind of got sort of got puzzle aspects to it. So you're kind of flipping the gravity up and down to avoid bullets and the enemies. It's actually really really hard. I um, playing through it again, I couldn't get past stage three. It's tough. I need but, to give it a go because I know, like, you've played Mega Man Five, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, Gravity Man's level to me is like my favorite one in the game for the reason of the gravity inversion mechanic. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's a very cool idea. The um, but again, like the the graphics and the animation in this game are almost beyond what I think that like what was going on with the Nintendo. So this. 1990s. So it's not even like super, super late in the system. It's sort of late in the system. 1990. But the um, but like the way the robot, your main character is a, is a mecha robot. He's actually a pretty decent size. Like you imagine, like Mega Man, like Mega Man times two. Oh, as far as the size. The size, yeah. Hmm. And then um, but like it really detailed and like the running animation looks really smooth. It's a it's a really slick looking game. So, but all the stages are like you're in spaceships or like in a some kind of metal. Um, 
like mechanical techie looking kind of bass. So when I was thinking like mechanical stages, I was thinking Metal Storm. I think it, I definitely think it fits. I yeah. mean, robots are mechanical, and the robots whole game are is totally about, mechanical. Unless you get one of those organic robots. <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's like you play the game as the robot. So it's like, are you the robot or are you the person piloting the robot? That's a good question. Yeah. I think as a child, I think I'd want to obviously be the robot because who needs to be a pilot where you can actually yeah. be like, you could be a machine. So like, would you want to be the little guy in Blaster Master or do you want to be the tank? Honestly, in Blaster Master's case, it's hard to say because in that game, both play a vital role in the game because if the main character was melded to Sophia, but you'd it, never get to kill any of the bosses. So Sophia, oh, the, the, that's the, the name of the, the car. The tank, Sophia, right. I think it was so, like Sophia Third. Yeah, but so, but who would you be? I, well, I'd be the car, obviously, because the car doesn't get the glory of killing bosses, but <laughs> the car can drive on the ceiling. It can swim. I wonder that that eighties cartoon where the guy turned into the car. Turbo Teen. Turbo Teen. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. He turbo it out. It looked so painful when he did, too. His face was stretched. Yeah, his eyes would just bug out. Oh, and my God. And his friends had no problem with it. They were totally cool with a friend who turned into a car. I'm, I'm making notes so I can become, watch the opening to this later. It was such a bizarre... Sh- turbo team. Got it's, it. Man, <laughs> cartoons this day and age just can't compete, man. They were coming up with some bizarre stuff back yeah, in the day. Really, yeah. the, they were they had to stay the shotgun cartoons out to fill in all those Saturday morning lineups and the mm-hmm. weekday lineups. Well, there was um they real like they, at that time, especially like in the eighties, I feel like they discovered how to do animation much more cheaply, and they were just churning out the crap. That is true, but I wouldn't call it crap so much as oh we moder- enjoyed it but moderately we were kids. <laughs> less pleasant than it could have been. Uh but yeah, okay, all right, Voltron. Not great. Not, whoa, whoa there. It was fun. We were, I don't know. It's been a long time. Hey, hey, hey. New hey. Voltron, new Voltron. Watch it. Watch it the whole Yeah, thing. I watched the new Voltron. Oh, did you watch it? No, I need to. Oh, do it. I'm behind, man. Uh, I'm behind I know. There's, there's a lot of stuff. Like, we were just finished watching Limitless. That was awesome. You should check that out, too. Limitless, great, underrated show. It's on Netflix. Stranger Things is also good. If did you finish like that? Did you finish 80s. that? Oh, I watched that oh, show in two days. Yeah, that was so good. It was my new addiction for two days. That's so good. I love. I love the guy who plays the cop in that. Yeah, I can't spoil my thoughts on the cop, but yeah, I did like the cop. What else was he in? I saw him in something else fairly recently. I know. I thought he was um, the principal in Video Games High School. I've never seen that show. That's the problem. <laughs> That's not... Okay. I feel like the internet's going to hate me. If they ever listen to this show, they're going to hate me. But, like, it's not a great show. Video Games High School, not great. But the, it's got so <laughs> much charm. So much charm that you kind of like it anyway. Or do you? I don't know. It reminds me of... It really reminds me of... of in my being in my 20s and playing so much DDR that I felt like there was nothing else in the world. And in this show, there's nothing else in the world but video games. Well, that's my kind of life. So yeah, it's not so bad, that. right? <laughs> yeah, if, that, if that could be all life is, and sign me the heck up. All right, let's keep it rolling. Um, we're only two songs in, so... <laughs> yeah, we got a ways to go. We're probably boring the poor listeners out there. We're sorry, guys. We just like to ramble. I'm not apologizing. Cool You're going to sit here and listen to the rest of the show. <gasps>
No, but you're going to enjoy it because Pernell's got a great track coming up. Maybe. It depends. <laughs> um, I'm torn between two here. And uh, it goes from the it goes from either choose a number between one and oh jeez five four okay well I'm going with the latter then <laughs> four so I'm going with a track from one of my favorite games of recent okay um it's from the game Legend of Heroes Trails nice. in the Sky nice don't read the acronym on the air and um and it's a very good track it's sort of a sports <laughs> i can't say where it comes into the game per se but it's called ancient makes and i think it fits the theme quite nicely so right, let's take a listen Listening to what I believe is a mechanical soundy-ish track, not on the same noodle, but anyway, it's called Ancient Makes, and it's from the game Legend of Heroes: Trails in the Sky. It's on the PC and the PS Vita, okay. and its composers are we have um, we have three composers uh, again: Hayato Sonata, Wataru Ishibashi, and Takahide Mirayama. And do you know? Trails in the Sky reminds me like of like a Tales game. Like the title reminds me of like a Tales game. Like Tales of the Abyss, that's what that series? The Namco series? Eternal Sonata, something, something. This is, ah, yeah. yeah. 
different main different companies though, so the relation isn't there per se. But it definitely has that anime like look to it. Well, it does have the anime style. It's like oh. all the characters have the eyes and the loop. And it's got this section of the song coming up where the the violin comes in. That's super anime. Yeah. Oh yeah. My kind of jam. Yeah. This is. I was not expecting this section. I was like, oh. Oh yeah. I thought it was just gonna loop back around, but instead we get this whole sweeping section here where the rhythm actually changes it sounds like a triplets like but then it comes back with that heavy rock beat yeah you totally thought wrong good sir <laughs> in a good like, way. yeah this is my favorite section this section and um that cool like keyboard solo at the very beginning keyboard uh chorus kind of at the beginning i i mean honestly like just to put in perspective like uh as far as like where this fits like yeah i can't spoil it but there are mechanical things and they're large, and it makes the game kind of take a really big turn. Is it mechanical things, or is it like a mechanical like world level stage kind of thing? All of the above. All right. <laughs> so it, it all fits in there. It's just this is one of the few games where it's like to even say it is like a big spoiler, but it needs to be played to be experienced. And I think it's it's interesting. Like we were talking about, like it's like a space space mechanical like it's like a spaceship okay. sort of thing yeah. I, I get out of the sound um so i think it definitely fits the motif of the episode um state my case yeah um but yeah it's the funny part is like the other track i was going to pick had more of a mechanical sound i think to it but it's also a very heavily run track and the soundscape i think so it would I'm sure everyone here has already heard that track, so I was like, ah. This is a really cool. I, I like this. Is the rest of the soundtrack similar to this? This is really good. Actually, no. Like, all the, the whole soundtrack is good, mind you. Don't get me wrong. But most of the tracks in the game are very, like, mellow. There's violins all over the dang place, though. So you'll get your fill of violins <laughs> and string instruments. But um, it's just it's, it's a very relaxing style of game up to a certain point. Yeah, this sound doesn't sound as relaxing. No, this is a word crap <laughs> the fan, the proverbial fan. So it's and it's it's fantastic for that. Mm. So really enjoying this tune. And a highly recommended game. And now that's on Steam, everyone should be playing it. Everybody. Alright, so let's let's get silly with my next track. How about that? It's going. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're all homosexuals. <laughs> That's the first thing. Nick Bay. I'm a neurotic little nerd who likes to sleep with little girls. Oh my God. <laughs> you suck, Nick <laughs> Everyone here is listening to this show is old enough to listen to The Simpsons, so your, your ears are not being contaminated yeah, today. Just, yeah. Look up some McBain YouTube clips. You're good. Anyway, we're getting silly. Um, a little less serious. This is the game, the side scrolling beat em up arcade classic. Ported to the Super Nintendo. <laughs> Sonic Blast Man. That's a game people don't bring up often, I bet. No, I'm sure. <laughs> that's why it needs to be on the show. Uh, produced by Taito, the house band Zuntada. Um, uh, I guess uh, composed and arranged the music. And this is the stage of uh, Space. Hold on. Yeah. All right. Space Station. So check Tartita it Hanto. out.
<laughs> yeah, you um, you were not mistaken. I looped that twice. <laughs> that bass line and that solo has got me just all like pumped, like all sorts of pumped. I'm in. So yeah, uh, this is Sonic Blast Man, the space station stage, um, performed, composed by Zuntada. The Taito House Band. This is the Super Nintendo, obviously the Super Nintendo version. This is a, originally an arcade title. Um, really silly side-scrolling beat 'em up, like where you, like your guy does like a cartoony thing where he like he grabs a guy to punch him, but he like he like winds up the punch in a big cartoony way, like where he picks up a dude and like he'll spin or spin them around in the air and like throw them. It's really silly. But some would say that's when he unleashes the sonic blast. And actually. I thought this was a game that I had played at like a friend's house, but it was actually, um, I think that was Captain Commando. And I ended up finding this anyway. And like, oh man, this is so good. <laughs> yeah, I've honestly, this is another game example where I've never played it before, but also Nintendo Power showed me the way. But it does make me think in a source of we've been choosing a number of beat em up style tracks. Um, not just today overall, but just for the series in general, the whole show. And. Thinking back to the days where we were so excited to play a new beat 'em up, and to this day I'll still go back. I almost booted boot up Fighting Force on my Vita here, mm. in fact. Uh, but with very few exceptions, beat 'em ups all boil down to you have a punch, attack, you have a jump kick, you have a grab and a throw, and a super. Yeah, well, I guess that the more like. Like, quote modern ones like uh, Castle Crashers and um, even Castle Crashers like yeah, it's it, like that but you also have like a block usually like uh, or um, Scott Pilgrim yeah Scott Pilgrim has a block but this is why I almost proposed to anyone who's listening how often did you actually use the block aside from learning that you could do it like oh I gotta move that basis on block really and then I, you I, never bother I felt like like I, I never played through the entire game so I always felt like you would need that more Later oh, on, right? Never. No. <laughs> no. I guess I'm wrong. There's only one boss I can think of where blocking was mandatory, and that was uh, Todd Ingram because he has that super vegetable attack. Oh, my now, God. If you're I fast, love, you can dodge that, too. I love Todd Ingram so much. So, I mean, that's you really don't even have to block. It's like it's cosmetic at best. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so many fighting games bought into the exact same mechanics. Some you can't even pick up street debris to fight with. Yeah. And yet we love them. We love them anyway. I gotta say, all right, so Todd Ingram is like, so his thing is he has special powers because he's vegan, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he, And it's like, um, in my mind, Scott Pilgrim's mind is like, he tells everyone he's vegan, so he's so special. So obviously he has special vegan superpowers. And like, and that, of course, that's all like, you know, overblown in the, in the comics or the movie. But like, I was just in Texas and here I am meeting all these people for the first time, and I'm like, I can vegetarian. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. How you think about it down there? Everybody's all ribeye. And they're steaks. probably like, oh, he's so special. <laughs> <laughs> what are they, were, they were really nice about it. They were really nice about it. But I was like, you know what'll do good like, for that salad? If you just drizzled an entire steak over it. Like, I'm like no! I'm off the team, aren't I? And they're like, no, don't worry about it. It's fine. It's all sorts. It's cool. <laughs> All I'm saying is you might want to double check. You might have been squeezing meat into your beverages while you were in the bathroom. Oh, man. Let's not ever say those words in that order ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Unintended, but better for it now. Thank you for that. All right. All right. We're, uh, we're rolling over, so let's um, let's let's keep it rolling on. Um, what you got? All right. Here's another case of onesie or twosie. Um... 
I like both. Well, we we know that. <laughs> but but um, I'm struggling here. Um, do 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 do. Fast pace or slow pace? I'm gonna go. You know, I'm in I'm in a funky mood. So let's let's speed it back up again. All right. So we're not doing the first one. Okay. In that case, I'm going with Expander. All right. From Streets of Rage Two. Honestly, I'm happy with either. Okay. Oh, such fantastic such tracks. Great, great soundtrack. So yeah. What? From the big man, Yuzo Koshiro, we got the beautiful, beautiful expander from the game Streets Rage Atahu. Awesome. Get your fisticuffs ready. Welcome back to the show. You'll listen to Expander from the track from Yuzo Kishiro. It's from the game Street Fighters. Not quite. Street Race 2. <laughs> but it's done by Yuzo Koshiro and it's awesome. Yeah, I think th- one, this soundtrack and this 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 song more than any other songs of the soundtrack make me want to put on like big super baggy pants and get some like glow sticks. And just go to town, right? Yeah. It's just like... Go punch some robots in the mechanical face. It's, it sounds so much like that, like that hardcore techno of the early '90s that I was just in love with. You know, it just tell the world what's up. Tell them down. They hey. go to the club and drink like eight coffees and just dance for like you know hours. Yeah, that's definitely this track, I think, and it's. And I think, honestly, deep down, I was choosing between this and uh, another track from the same game, yeah. whose name I won't say in case we play it later, but uh, we will play it later. Oh, we will. I mean, like, the Streets of Rage soundtrack is just so good. Like, all of them. Yes, and it is. I, I think I said it before. I think that the second second game has, like, my, some of my favorite of all of them, although the third one is really different. Yeah, the third game, people don't give it a lot of respect, but I think it deserves far more because... While the second game is the overall best soundtrack, the third game was very experimental in the sense that he did things with it that, to this day, people haven't done. And it's amazing. Oh, yeah. It doesn't get more credit. Like, yeah, there's that one song that's like a Shinobi track played backwards. Yeah. It's, like, um, it's crazy. I want to say it's called like Shinobi. I actually think it's called like Shinobi Beat or something like that. Yeah, Shinobi Beat. That's the one, yeah. But like, it's really freaking good. 
and deserves way more acclaim than it gets. Yeah, that's so good. Like he's got like this, 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 um, just a really good. I like he knows how to use the Genesis synthesizer with that master system PSG and even the sampler to get like those kick drums and the snare drums that just sounds so much like the music of the time it's and, just, and the bass comes through real good and as we all know we've had the discussion I think we've had the discussion even on here before but like I've always had the idea like if I could somehow get my get the access to recommend tracks of the nightclub I would love to be able to get a bunch of this man's tracks on the horn but <laughs> not let anybody know that they're from a video game to see if anyone notices They'll or cares. think that you're a DJ from the 90s, come from the past. To show the world. We gotta go back, Purnell. <laughs> Marty, it's your children. They don't know how to rock. <laughs> um, <laughs> they children. They don't know how to use glow sticks. <laughs> <laughs> that is terrible, Doc. I know, right? But like... Um, oh, man, if they redid Back to the Future, <laughs> it's like that. That's the new premise. We, we've just sold a new film. Right there. Like, your parents were ravers in the 90s? Hey, we don't like to talk about it, but <laughs> yeah, we were cool. Oh, my that. God. But, like, yeah, I mean, this, I mean, this, the, all these tracks are good. They definitely fit, they definitely feel, fill a void in the gaming sphere as far as music goes that I don't think many, if any, other games do. Um, that might even be just as well be a topic of an episode, but it, like, that would take weeks to prepare for, I think, admittedly. The, you know, music that's not from, that doesn't sound like it's from a game music <laughs> episode. Well, um, I, I like to think that a lot of our tracks kind of transcend that whole thing. I mean, it sounds like game music, and there's there's certainly... Oh, no, don't get me The wrong. music composed for, the, for, for games have a certain sound to it, but, like, I feel like, yeah, like... But I mean, but that's the gimmick. This though, could like, be somewhere else. Yeah, like I mean, because don't get me wrong, we all we we believe most, of, if not everything, we listen to, of course, can be listened to in our cars. But we also know what we're listening to. I'm talking, yeah, yeah. The, the person that we all notice, like you guys, <laughs> still play games. What's that about? Like, well, nothing to do with games here. But here's an awesome track from this band you've never heard of, but you need to listen to. I am slowly like putting together like uh, a track, like a little playlist on my iPod of classic Nintendo games that sound like hip-hop instrumentals. Big C? <laughs> it's like, you know that sound you've been looking for? Well, listen to this! <laughs> to bring Back to the Future back into it. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, I was going to try to think of another good one, but I can't think of another good one. I'm going straight into my next track. This is... Because <laughs> I can't think of it. Uh, this is from Mega Man Battle Network 4. There was four of them. <laughs> Oh, there was more than that. <laughs> uh, there was at least four of them uh, for the Game Boy Advance. Um, this is called Global Network or Internet. Um, Get online! <laughs> so yeah, it's mechanical, so let's just check it out. <laughs> Get online and check it out. <laughs>
You're listening to Internet Theme or the Global Network for Mega Man Battle Mega Man Battle Network Four for the Game Boy Advance by Tosho. Sorry, yeah, Toshihiko Yoriyama. Love these games. This is a cool song. I feel like I feel like this is an '80s like new wave like ballad, you know. And there should be some lyrics here. I think Mega Man would be honored to hear you say that. Actually, yeah, like Mega Man was like, like kind of like dressed in black and had like a lot of makeup. And there's like a guy with like, there's like three keyboardists behind him. And right here, it sounds so lyrical. Here comes. And I love you. No, I love you, Mega Man. But this part gets weird. I like it. <laughs> I'm gonna get real. Yeah, but then it sounds like yeah, like that kind of cool pitch bendy Super Nintendo sound. But it's got the the PSG Nintendo like square wave right there. That's the interesting thing about I these games, like. Oh dear lord! So here you are, folks. You were hearing the first out the first cut. From our new album, <laughs> Rhythm and Pixels gets down with it. I I love this song. <laughs> it's so <laughs> addictive. It's a good track. Like, love, I mean, the series took a lot of flack over the years, but you can't deny the music itself in the series was really good. Yeah, they, no, they I, always did a good job. With I was. It. I don't know much about this game. I know there's like a grid of you move Mega Man on a grid. Yeah, basically, <laughs> it, it takes on like a card battle style system, uh, but instead of cards, it's chips. Like, yeah. and you have a certain number of megabytes to which to install your chips. I like that. And each chip is an attack, so you get your like, every battle is like a like a three by sorry, it's like a I think it's like a nine by three grid, but each side is three by three. Mm. So you are doing two things. You're trying to shoot across the grid with your Mega Buster or you use special chips to do special attacks. And you can also like take over parts of their grid and they can take over parts of your grid to give you more or less space to maneuver. And it's a surprisingly awesome concept. Yeah, it looks it looks like a lot of fun. That might sound an idea for the for the cover for the for the for the episode. You and I, I like fighting on a grid. <laughs> hey, that could work. I mean that could work. That actually, that, that whole chip system reminds me of um, a card game I played recently called Netrunner um, by Fantasy Flight. And oh, yeah. it's um, you, you, uh, two players. It's like kind of like the Magic the Gathering style, except like it's it's asymmetrical. One guy's a defender, a corporation, and the other guy's a hacker um, attacking it. And um, you have to play cards that increase your power, but you have to install them as programs. And you only have so much RAM. And certain programs, to, so it's like, yeah, I only have so much banner to spend, but it's 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 you know it's all computery, '90s hackery based. It's really it was really really fun. We need to get our hands on that game because I would like to give it a wally tolly go. Yeah, uh, shout outs to Roshan. I played you. I played it with Roshan. Did he kick your butt? Um, yeah, <laughs> three times in a row. There it is. And I was we switched sides. Next time he comes in town, he's we, good. We got <laughs> to show him up. I'm, uh, I, 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 that will not stand. <laughs> this is this is a, like a really this is like a pretty much a brainy kid that is you know related to Mr. Nick Mr. Rob here yeah and he pretty much came over here to <laughs> smart, visit and he guy. he mud hole stomped us yeah he he loves games like like we do um and just really good at figuring them out it's got that young brain is able to just 
pick things apart really quickly. And mud hole stomping. He's good at that. Yeah, just take taking it taking downtown. Mm-hmm. But fun times nonetheless. Fun time. Yeah, yeah. Um This my ego. <laughs> <laughs> we were both learning a new game, alright? It was a new game. This is true. But it he was, was like, no no no, this is new game plus. <laughs> and he schooled us he schooled a lot schooled, of schooled us. us alright, um That's it, right? That's all of our updates. Well, except for a you know a small component. Yeah, I think it's component. I think it's time for the bonus round. The what now? The boom, who's the who's boom, 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 boom. Bonus round. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is the part of the show where we play covers and remixes based on today's theme. Today's theme is mechanical stages, which is <laughs> very loosely mechanically robotic-y. I think deep down we nailed it for the we, most we know, part. We know what we're doing. And if we Trust did nail us. it, because it was intentional. So just enjoy the music. Yeah, we just did. Yeah. Um, what'd you pick? All right. I actually found, I was intent specifically on finding a remix for the track Devil's Lab from Final Fantasy VI. And to be perfectly honest, I had a very hard time coming across one that I actually liked. Yeah, you have a really specific focus. Yeah, I was digging. I mean, really digging. And when all hope seemed lost... I came across a very, very special one. And even more so still, this guy deserves all the hits he can possibly get because this was freaking awesome. So I give you Devil's Lab. He didn't even change the name. He's just that modest about it. Yeah, just the cover. (laughs) By Carson, I may be mispronouncing it, Mouth. We're going to call him the Mouth. Carson Mouth. Mixed Master Mouth. (laughs)
are back. Oh. How about them apples? <laughs> and I mean apples. That was, um, what was it called again? <laughs> Devil's, Devil's Lab. Lab. <laughs> From Final Fantasy VI by Carson Mouth. Um, you can check that out on their website, servercrashers.com. Um, looks like they have like podcasts and um, a lot of his other music is linked there. And it's also linked to his SoundCloud. I'm going to have links to both of those because he's got a lot of uh, great music on his SoundCloud. And I'm going to be digging deep into that to find a few tracks more because, like I said, if they sound like that, then I am in for a treat, <laughs> as are you, as are anyone who is willing to give this a solid go. And you know what's classic is you picked a great rock track. I'm going to pick an electronic track. <laughs> oh, snap. Yeah, so I went, um, you can't have a mechanically type, technically type music theme. Anyway, <laughs> I got to pick Sonic. This is the Death Egg Zone. It's called Dat Egg, though, <laughs> by uh, Tony Lays. This is from the compilation Spin Dash, um, released by Game Chop. So let's give it a spin. <laughs> Dat Egg, though. Dat Egg. Egg though by Tony Lay's um, Death Egg Zone from Sonic Three. I think we need to set up a situation here where I can detach the microphone from the stand 
so that I can start break dancing. I was like, oh, do I need to move something? You're like, no, no, no. I want to stand on my head and spin. I want to get down. (laughs) Yeah, you can't. You can't like... To that egg dough. (laughs) You can't beat that the bass lines in uh, the Sonic games like and it just it just lends itself so well to that that music well they do a fantastic job I mean it's a example of an OST style that I feel like I don't see too often anymore or hear too often anymore yeah really the, um, yeah but this this is a great compilation this is um, from the compilation Spin Dash um, again uh, released by Game Chops uh, just, just last year so go to iTunes go to GameChops.com buy it it's every track on this thing is so good like it's all it's all like dancey electronic stuff but the kind of in different styles and it's really faithful to the original music and it's really well produced it's just just it's delicious for your ears and nutritious it's got everything the body needs all of it all of it (laughs) even sodium trinitroglyceride glutamate I don't know if you need that in your ears, but if you did, it would have that too. Oh, okay. It's oh. just, yeah, you're, it makes your ears grow. Oh, okay. In that case, then <laughs> sign me up for growing ears. Um, anyway, so for more information on the tracks on the bonus round part of our show, um, links to their Facebook, SoundClouds, anywhere we can get them linked to, check out the website, rhythmandpixels.com. We'll have it all there, and you can check them out. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today, tonight, this morning, whenever you're listening to the show. Thank you for listening. This has been episode 4-7, our focus close up on mechanical themed stages type stuff. Thingamabobs. Thingamabobs. Ringamabobs. I thought this was great. We had some really good sacks. This is, this is up there as like one of my favorite musical like music shows i mean i like all the music but i feel like this was solid i feel like whenever we push the envelope on a weird topic we come up with some pretty interesting selections so maybe next time we should come up with something even more ridiculous like (laughs) songs composed on thursday evenings while drunk um Uh, composers that start with the letter m yes there we go (laughs) today's episode is brought to you by the letter mm, m you got a lot of episodes coming up you gotta get through the alphabet (laughs) um yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, this was definitely a fun episode, and every once in a while, it's good to come up with a. I feel like this even was a bit of an excuse to come up with use some of the tracks in the show too to get them all together, and yeah, kind of round them up. Just some some different ones. So we've got we got a few ideas for some for the next episodes coming up, and it's um I'm really excited about that. Yeah, because this is going to make me have to string you know flex my muscles because. The next one, if I'm not mistaken, is a Rob selected choice. Oh, did, oh I didn't. I didn't think we decided on it, but yeah, uh, is it going to be? The... No, 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 don't just. Oh, spoil okay. It. Well, well, let's spoil it. So check it out next week, every Monday. Something to look forward to. Start your Monday off right. <laughs> Put some rhythm in your step. Get a and cup- some pixels in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say like a, a a cup of video game music. But you can put some pixels in your pants. Yeah, like fire your pants, okay, light them. All right, all right, I got you. <laughs> That's hilarious. 
We gotta we gotta end the show. <laughs> we gotta end it right there. Man, you know, come up with some more metaphors for the show. But the point is, point is, rock out with us every Monday. Enjoy yourself, right? And of course, you know, share with your friends. Make it the it, kind of the water cooler thing. This episode of Stranger Things last night. Yeah, man. Rhythm and Pixels was on there. It was sweet. <laughs> we were there, man. We were there. Actually, no. Um, real quick, before we sign off and do our thing, um, I was listening through. I was I rearranged the, uh, the the office studio here. Rearranged all my records, and I found some old Kraftwerk records. You remember you know Kraftwerk? No, nah, it doesn't ring Kraft, a bell. Kraftwerk. Um, super classic 80s techno-y type stuff. A lot of like old school hip-hop sampled them. Anyway, um... Auto, the song Autobahn, they, it's called Autobahn, was like their first big hit. It reminded me so much of the opening theme to Stranger Things. And it's like kind of like that same era of like synthesizer type stuff. So Kraftwerk, Stranger Things, it's together. It's the same thing. I'll play it for you. It's like cool. peanut butter and butter. It's, it's really crazy. It's cool. Maybe it's just the stuff on the single that I've got, but um, I'm really proud of my collection. All right. So that's it. Yeah. Stranger Things, Rhythm and Pixels, Pixels in Your Pants. That's right. I need that on a t-shirt. Jam on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so if you want to let us know how you're doing, you know, what's up, what's going on in your life, um, what did you have for dinner? We'd you, like to hear what you had for dinner. Um, if you're lonely, want someone to, like, talk to, or or if About you, what you, had for if you need um, um, someone to mediate a dispute... Send about us, what you should have for dinner. If it's dinner related, we can help you out. We uh, specialize in dinner related concepts. <laughs> send us an email at rhythmandpixels at hotmail.com. Right. Um, um, and if all of that fails, check out the website at rhythmandpixels.com slash dinner. Slash dinner. I gotta put something there now. <laughs> you just go there and it's just you eating. Actually, if I just gotta get like an animated like GIF of just you just like just shoveling food or something. The like hands could be flying. Yeah, you know, there's the GIFs where it's just like the little stick figure arms. <laughs> like we're both just like it's, it's way too visual for a podcast, but we're just kind of slap fake slap fighting each other. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash rhythmandpixels. Um, got some cool discussion going on there. If, we're, if you like, if you think we would like to play a game, tell us the game we should play. <laughs> you like to play a game? Us, anyway, yeah. Um, I got words in my mouth. Uh, check out the Twitter rhythm and pixels. Uh, lots of goofy stuff going on there. Um, the Instagram Instagram.com slash forward slash dash. Rhythm and pixels. That's a lot of slash and dash. I don't know how it works. I still don't know how it works. But um, there's pictures there of the you know, of us hanging out, all sorts of good stuff. Sounds like a party to me. Yeah. Um. Anything else? I don't really think so. I mean, nothing. Nothing big coming up here. Just some more. If awesome you happen episodes. to be on the moon, I don't know how you got there, but if you happen to take a trip to the moon and you want to hit us up there, yeah. Just find crater B six two. And you'll find Rhythm and Pixels etched in the dirt. Yeah, we're there. Yeah. We're there. Just sign your name yeah, anywhere, it. Anywhere you get podcasts, even up on the moon, you'll find us. Honestly, every podcast service, I think I've tried to stick us on there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go up there and rock out. Um, yeah. So also, yeah, I'm going to be on the PlayStation Network finally soon. Um, 
just to play Street Fighter Five. So yeah, I'll, he's not lying, by the way. I'll have my uh, <laughs> that's all I play. I'll have that up on the on the site probably, so you can add me and you can ask me to play a game I'm never gonna play. But really, I'm just calling out Dan Wagner. I'm taking you down. Oh, that's dirty talk. My old my old training partner, Street Fighter Four training partner. Um, just gonna beat him up for a while. I, I'm totally lying. He kills me. Oh, speaking of fighting games, by the way, did you hear? There's apparently a petition, or not petition, but the the rival schools director is trying to get people to tweet about rival schools three to hopefully get one. Oh, that'd be cool. I would like to see that. I really, I really enjoy the rival schools games. And as much as I, I don't hate Street Fighter. Don't get me wrong here, but. For all the love they're pumping to Street Fighter, they've yeah. left a lot of their other franchises languishing in the dark, and that has to change. Come yeah. on, Cat. The Street Fighter machine is real. I mean, like, there's the, the, the eSports thing is behind it, the whole community. Like, it, it's... It's like it's. I think it's bigger than 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 them at this point. Yeah, I mean, if it's that bad, all you gotta do is say "Rival Schools 3, and maybe a familiar Street Fighter face will drop by to wish them luck. Yeah, you know, or, that's how you do it. I think they're. I think what they'll do is they'll throw in Rival Schools characters. Actually, there was a, they released a, a a beach stage with Rival Schools characters in the background, and everyone's like, "Oh my god!" Oh, the band that? stage. <laughs> the band stage, or the band stage that people wanted banned, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, the one that was banned. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because of, yeah, because of the um the 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 obfuscation, the, the you couldn't see crap in the water. You can't see stuff in the water. So <laughs> if you drop like an item in the water, anyway, we gotta sign off. Um, we gave you the email. We gave you the website. You know what to do next. Go to Come the to moon. Our website and <laughs> go maybe. to the moon and go to the website. Yes, Rock the it. moon. Um, yeah, that's it. So I'm Rob Nichols. And I'm Purnell. Thank you for listening. And have a good night. And remember, you know, it's easy to want to fit into the mold of society, what people want you to be, who they want you to be programmed to be, because that's what's popular. That's what's in. But remember, you're your own unique program. You're your own mechanism. And you deserve to be tuned to your own specifications. Rock out with your shoes on. Because the other version wouldn't have been so pleasant. And remember that you are, whatever program, whatever you decide you want to program yourself to be, it's a program worth checking out and worth, you know, apply, applicating. Let's just put pixels on your pants so you're good to go. That too. <laughs> Get down to business. Good night, folks. Good.